Hello and welcome to Back of the Card Sports Trivia Pod, a podcast where you can test your sports trivia knowledge over a variety of sports and topics. My name's Court and I will be your host. Our game will consist of five rounds of six questions covering everything from your basic sports to some unknown sports. Each question is worth one point unless otherwise noted. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok and let us know what your score is. A great weekend last weekend of sports. Got to be able to see every single NFL team play their first preseason game, so it's cool to see the rookies. Cool to hear all the overhype on certain players who did well, who didn't do that well, and who is judging it based on what they see versus what is the expectation. But today, we're going to have a little bit of fun, so let's get started and let's get rolling and good luck. In round one, we're going to talk about Indianapolis Motor Speedway. This past weekend, we saw Michael McDowell win another great Brickyard 400, but we're going to talk today about one of the most iconic speedways in the U.S. in celebration of that Brickyard 400. So all these questions today in this first round have to do with Indianapolis Motor Speedway, with the history that's there, and we'll have a little bit fun with it as well so question number one what is the famous annual race held at the indianapolis motor speedway question number two within three years when was indianapolis motor speedway officially opened question number three how long is the indianapolis motor speedway Question number four. What are the three events that comprise the Triple Crown of Motorsports, one of which is the answer to an earlier question? Question number five. What NASCAR Hall of Famer was the first person to win the Brickyard 400 and has the most wins with five at the Brickyard? And question number six, three drivers have won both the Brickyard 400 and the Daytona 500 in the same season. Name two out of the three for the point. All right, I'm going to give you a few seconds of music and then I will return with the answers. Let's get you some answers here to about the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So question number one, what is the famous annual race held at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway? Well, that is the Indianapolis 500, otherwise known as the Indy 500. That is far and away the more popular race out of the two that are held there. But that is one of the races that is the most popular race, particularly here in the United States, I would dare say. Question number two, within three years, when did Indianapolis Motor Speedway officially open? Well, Indianapolis Motor Speedway officially opened on August 19, 1909. So we're looking for the year there. So to be able to get the point, you would have had to guess between 1906 and 1912. Question number three, how long is Indianapolis Motor Speedway? It is two and a half miles around. Anyone who's done the Indy Mini Marathon, which is one that I have done, you actually get to run a lap on the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. It is bigger than you think. You look and you're like, I can't even see the other side. It is a big racetrack for sure. 
Question number four, what are the three events that comprise the Triple Crown of Motorsports? I mentioned one earlier. One of them is the Indianapolis 500. The other two are the Monaco Grand Prix and the 24 Hours of Le Mans. So three very iconic races for three very different reasons. Question number five, what NASCAR Hall of Famer was the first person to win the Brickyard 400 and has won the most Brickyard 400 with five? That is Jeff Gordon. And last but not least, question number three. Three drivers have won both the Brickyard 400 and the Indianapolis 500 in the same season. You just had to name two out of the three. So if you named any two of these three, you get the point. And the answer there is Dale Jarrett in 1996. He tore it up that year. Jimmy Johnson in 2006. And Jamie McMurray in 2010. So any two of those three would get you the point. Let's move on now to round number two, and round number two is our quick hitters round. This round is filled with some questions that are quick hitters and have simple answers. Today's category is anagram teams. You'll be given a phrase with the exact same letters as a team in one of the four major sports leagues here in the U.S. I will say the phrase and then the league, and you just have to tell me what team we are looking for. All right, so let's get started with question number one. All cubic hogs. NBA. Question number two. Ballad Scow Soy NFL. Question number three. Erner Grown Sky NHL. Question number four. Snob Roosted MLB. Question number four, agency break reps, NFL. And question number six, Malibu Suck Week, NBA. Now, I don't know about you. I am not the greatest at anagrams, so hopefully you had a little bit of fun with this. If anything, hopefully it made you laugh a little bit at some of these phrases for sure so the first one all cubic hogs i said the nba all cubic hogs is an anagram of the chicago bulls question number two ballad scow soy from the nfl ballad scow soy is an anagram of the dallas cowboys question number three earner grown sky for the nhl earner grown sky is an anagram of the new york rangers Snob Roosted of the Major League Baseball MLB. That is the Boston Red Sox. Kind of, you know, snob Boston. Snob. Yeah, okay, hopefully you got that joke there. All right, next one. Agency Break Reps of the NFL. A Agency Break Reps is an anagram of the Green Bay Packers. And last but not least, Malibu Suck Week of the NBA. Malibu Suck Week is an anagram for the Milwaukee Bucks. Hopefully you had a little bit of fun with that one. I figured if we were going to do an anagram for the first time, might as well go with a with the teams because names are a little bit more difficult. So hopefully you enjoy that. Hopefully you had a little bit of fun with that one as well. Moving on now to round number three. And of course, our round three is connections that make contact. This round will have five questions that may or may not be sports related, but the answers do relate to each other in some way through sports. The sixth question will be the connection between the five answers. So let's get started with question number one. What city is the birthplace of MC Hammer? Question number two. What state is the largest in the continental United States? Question 
Question number three. What city is known as Space City? Question number four. What city will you find the headquarters of Disney? Question number five. What city is the location of the original Starbucks? And question number six is the connections. I'm going to play some music and then I will return. All right, let's make some contact. So question number one, what city is the birthplace of MC Hammer? Well, he was born in Oakland, California. Question number two, what state is the largest in the continental United States? That is Texas. Now, Alaska is the largest state in the United States, but in the continental of the contiguous 48, that is Texas. Question number three, what city is known as Space City? That is Houston, Texas. You know, they say Houston, we have a problem. That's where that comes from. Question number four, what city is where you will find the headquarters of Disney? I could have listed a lot of different businesses there, but the correct answer there is Los Angeles. Question number five, what city is the location of the original Starbucks? That is Seattle, Washington. And the question is, what is the connection? We had answers such as Oakland, California, Texas, Houston, Texas, Los Angeles, and Seattle. Well, those are all the locations of the teams in the AL West. You have the Oakland Athletics, Texas Rangers, Houston Astros, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, and then the Seattle Mariners. Now, it seems like this is a two-horse race again this year between Texas and Houston. You'd, again, think Los Angeles Angels would be in it, but they are not. Shohei Otani is just a one-man team. But, you know, you you need more than just one person doing everything. So, um, been fun to watch, but I still think Texas has impressed me this year. It's going to be cool to see this young team, see if they can pull it out. Them and the Orioles are the definitely the surprise of this season in Major League Baseball. All right, let's move on now to round number four. And again, we are officially in August, and that means that the start of another college football season is right around the corner. Last week, we talked about my favorite league, the Big Ten. Today, we're going to talk about the ACC, and we're going to talk about the teams that are currently part of the ACC. So we're not going to talk about, you know, with Stanford and Cal joining. We're not going to talk about Notre Dame. We're going to talk about the teams that are still and are currently in the ACC. So let's have some fun. Let's learn about Clemson and the teams that they play each year and eventually, you know, succumbs to Clemson beating them and then Clemson hopefully getting a playoff spot. So let's start with question number one. What does ACC stand for? Question number two. Within three years, what year was the ACC founded? Question number three. What university's football team is known as the Seminoles? Question number four. Within two years, when did Miami join the ACC? Question number five. Who is the oldest member of the ACC? And question number six, 
Where are the headquarters of the ACC? I'm going to give you a little bit of music and then I will return with the answers. All right, time for some answers about the ACC. So question number one, what does ACC stand for? That is the Atlantic Coast Conference. Question number two, within three years, what year was the ACC founded? Well, it was founded on May 8, 1953. So again, to be able to get that point, you would have had to say between 1950 and 1956. Again, you don't have to say May 8, just looking for the year there. Question number three, what university's football team is known as the Seminoles? That is Florida State University. Question number four, within two years, when did Miami join the ACC? Well, they joined in 2004. So again, to be able to get that point, you would have had to say between 2002 and 2006. Question number five, who is the oldest member of the ACC? That is the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. They are the kind of the first school to start up the idea of the ACC, and they brought everyone along with them, including their longtime rival, Duke. Question number six, where is the ACC headquartered? The ACC is headquartered in Greensboro, North Carolina. Again, makes a little bit of sense when you consider that the ACC championship for basketball is in Greensboro. You know, you think, hey, put it in Charlotte. It's a big city that's part of it. Nope, they put it in Greensboro, North Carolina, and that's because that is where it is headquartered at. All right, let us, let us move on now to our final round. And for our final round, we are going to continue our series that will lead us to the start of the NFL season. Each week, we'll cover a different conference. Today's conference, we're going to talk about the AFC North. So we're going to talk about the Steelers, the Bengals, the Browns, and the Ravens. The By far, the closest proximity that of any conference in NFL. All four teams are really close to each other very close proximity to them fan bases intermingling so let's have a little bit of fun with this one so question number one who is the legendary quarterback often associated with the pittsburgh steelers success in the 1970s question number two within two years when were the baltimore ravens established Question number three, what Hall of Fame is the neighbor to the Cleveland Browns Stadium? Question number four, what is the name of the stadium that the Cincinnati Bengals call home? Question number five, the Cleveland Browns are named after their first coach. What is the name of the first coach of the Cleveland Browns? And question number six is, how many Super Bowl titles do the Pittsburgh Steelers have? I'm going to give you a little bit of music, try to come up with those answers, and then I will return.
All right, let's wrap up today's game with a little bit of information on the AFC North. So question number one, who is the legendary quarterback often associated with the Pittsburgh Steelers' success in the 1970s? Well, that is, of course, Terry Bradshaw. He led him to four Super Bowl victories throughout the 70s. Obviously, he's also on Fox, so could have gone that way as well. But when we think of the 70s and we think about the Pittsburgh Steelers, we definitely think of Terry Bradshaw. Question number two, within two years, when were the Baltimore Ravens established? Well, the Baltimore Ravens were established on February 9, 1996. So as the story goes, originally they were the Cleveland Browns franchise. They moved them to Baltimore, and then they renamed them to the Baltimore Ravens in honor of Edgar Allan Poe, hence the reason why the Baltimore Ravens mascots' names are Edgar Allan and Poe. So in order to get the point there, you would have had to say between 1994 and 1998. Question number three, what Hall of Fame is the neighbor of the Cleveland Browns Stadium? That is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It is literally right next to it. It's really cool how they have everything situated down there in that part of Cleveland. Question number four, what stadium do the Cincinnati Bengals call home? Well, the Cincinnati Bengals play their home games in Paul Brown Stadium. So it's a cool little stadium. It's a little bit showing its age a little bit, but it's still a really cool stadium. And just that Cincinnati area in general is really cool. Question number five, the Cleveland Browns are named after their first head coach. So what is the name of the Cleveland Browns first head coach? Well, that is, yep, that is Paul Brown. That is the same guy that Paul Brown Stadium is named after. Same guy. So if you said Paul Brown for either one of those, you got the point there at least. And last but not least, final question here is, how many Super Bowl victories do the Pittsburgh Steelers have? They have a total of six. They are tied with the Patriots for the most Super Bowl victories in the NFL with six. So it's a cool little fact. The difference is the Patriots won theirs all in the last since the turn of the century. Obviously, the Steelers a little bit longer of a legacy there when it comes to Super Bowl victories. Well, that's it for this week. I want to thank you for tuning in. I will return next Tuesday with more questions and more fun. Make sure you're following us on Apple and make sure when you select a file, you choose to automatically download. If Apple isn't your thing, make sure you subscribe everywhere else. Please leave a five-star review wherever you can and follow us on social media at Back of the Card Trivia on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Well, hey, that's all for today. My name's Court. The dog's name is Milo, and I will see you next time.